You know what I'll you know what I'll do, Weedini, the the marijuana yep. magician. What I will do is, thanks to the magic of internet radio, what I will do is I'll, I will just put this at the very beginning of the show. <coughs> so this will be the first thing they hear, and then oh, here. we'll come into to, it later. Yeah, yeah. Well, here I'll say, coming up on Nerd Out Loud, we're gonna do some marijuana magic with your mind. Get yourself a pen. Get yourself a stack of business cards or index cards. And a little bit later, you're going to follow along with Weedini, the marijuana magician, and he's going to blow your mind. Hello, and welcome to episode 104 of the Nerd Out Loud podcast, where we talk about the things that you nerd out about, and we nerd out about, and everybody nerds out about. Today is September the 10th. The year of our Lord, 2015, and I am joined by this lady over here, the nice lady, Christina Wise. Hello. And I'm Jeremy. How's it going? I'm okay. Yeah? That wasn't as big a fanfare as I usually get. Uh, I'm not feeling it today. Oh, cool. (laughs) Not feeling the fanfare. Nice. What does that mean? I don't know. You tell me, boss. You tell me. So, Christy, it's 9-11 Eve. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling about that? I forgot. Are you ready? <laughs> oh. Are you ready for a... Uh, are you ready for a whole bunch of corporations on Twitter trying to post tomorrow about never forgetting and being in remembrance of 9-11 and then the backlash of people complaining about brands tweeting about 9-11 and then there will probably be some level of backlash against the backlash oh my gosh these are the days that twitter's broken and i just don't go on yeah it'll be fun it'll be fun i uh fun for you that's what you call fun yeah yeah i mean basically i think if you run a twitter account uh for a business probably just don't tweet about Mm 9-11 it's probably probably a good plan yeah yeah yeah. So, as promised last week, you guys, we have an interview tonight with Weedini, the marijuana magician, which uh very excited about this. I think it's going to be absolutely fantastic. But before we do that, Christy, I, uh, I had something pop up on my radar over Uh-oh. the week. So, if you have been a longtime listener of the show, you already know this, but uh, Christina is a little bit of a Seahawks fan. Mm-hmm. She likes the uh, the Seattle Seahawks, a professional football team here from the local Seattle area. We uh, they've just really like been around for the last few years, um, ever since we won the Super Bowl <laughs> three years ago, I think two years ago we won the Super Bowl and we made it to the Super Bowl last year. Uh, wasn't around really before that, but Christina um, has been on board, you know, since since the beginning a couple years ago, and uh, and she loves the Seattle Seahawks, but she's very superstitious yes. about it. Mm-hmm. She's very superstitious about the games and what she's wearing. I mean, she has a very strict regiment starting on the Friday before. Usually mm-hmm. the games are on a Sunday. Starting the Friday before, she has a very strict regiment of what she wears, uh, of of all of that stuff. Yes. And uh, if anything goes off the rails, you get very nervous and you start to get really anxious. And if you can't watch the game in a certain place where you usually watch the games, uh, then you, you you like actually start to have real, real anxiety about mm-hmm. it. I think there's a whole episode where I basically go insane. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, there's probably several of them. But so that's something for everybody to look forward to. I think it's going to be great. But the reason I brought this up is because I came across an article that uh, (laughs) very much made me think of you. This is a Seahawks fan by the name of Ken Gratt who tweeted out uh, in the the early September, uh, want to watch the Seahawks game with me? Please read and sign this contract before I let you in my house. And then he tweeted pictures of a two-page contract that he makes anybody that's going to watch the game with him sign before they even get to come in if they're going to watch the game. You know, I like this guy's style. <laughs> Have you seen this? 
Did you see it? No, I haven't. But I feel like already this is something that people would have posted on your wall. Because if I even like if I start to talk about Seahawks players getting injured, anything like that, it makes Christy very nervous. Very, very Well, nervous. because you make not funny jokes. Two years ago I was not allowed to wear a, f- a football yes. jersey that I had purchased because it was deemed to be bad luck. <laughs> During the playoffs, um, my friend's mom wasn't allowed to come out of the bathroom <laughs> during the last quarter. I'm not joking. Yeah. Yeah. And you. And you, she followed along with it. You get upset about disparaging remarks made against the team and that kind of stuff. You don't like get well, into fights with people necessarily. Not but disparaging you do. remarks, but you just say, oh, well, I wonder if his knee's blown out. Well, if somebody says, oh, man, I just have a bad feeling about such and such. You're like, oh, don't say it. Mm-hmm. Or if people start talking about them doing really good. You're mm-hmm. like, don't, don't say anything. Yeah. I mean, there's that's kind of a normal sports thing. It's mm-hmm. very superstitious. So this guy, he's got a two-page document that he makes people sign. Letter of Agreement, Conditions of Football Viewing with Ken Gratt. Um, pre-game, all participants must show up 30 minutes prior to game time. Late arrivers will it's not fair. be granted entry. It's fair. As this will interfere with the viewing experience. No exceptions. I think that... What I would do is that, but then there's another second seating that can happen at the halftime. Mm. Okay. Pre-game discussion should be limited to football talk only. Fantasy football prognostication is not only acceptable, but encouraged before the game only. Pre-game is also the only time for eating. This is the time for eating. All meals for the day are pre-planned now so they don't interview interfere with the game. Participants are allowed to eat during the game but cannot talk about their food because that has nothing to do with football. Okay. I changed my mind. This guy's just a dick. <laughs> I mean because we have certain food we that well, has only, to be served. I'm only 25% of the way through this a, two-page I contract. A, a superstition tied to what what is served as well. Mm. Uh, casual conversation is allowed during game breaks only. This is your time to tell me about yourself and your interest. However, <laughs> keep all personal stories short so they do not carry over into the game. Cheering is only acceptable when directed towards a Seahawk accomplishment. We will also accept cheering for any team players, uh, any team playing uh, San Francisco, the Rams, Cardinals, Steelers, <laughs> Patriots, and the Cowboys. Mm. He must just have a personal vendetta against the Cowboys. <laughs> this one is for you. At no time are you allowed to state that you think the Seahawks are going to win this game. Ever. Mm-hmm. Even if the Seahawks are up by 30 points at halftime. Yep. Jinxing the Seahawks with your irresponsible prediction is considered a threat and will lead to your removal. All celebration needs to be deferred until Russell Wilson is in the victory formation. <laughs> <laughs> that... That one I agree with. Yeah. Well, and here we are now. He's got an entire section devoted to parents. It is your decision if you want your children at my house during Seahawks games. We are not responsible for what they witness while in attendance. It is certain that they will be subjected to the following. Bad sportsmanship by an adult. Excessive profanity. (laughs) Childish behavior during the tough times. Potential for broken household items such as kids' toys, drywall, and small appliances. Do you think this is real? He's it's uh there's a picture of it on Twitter printed out. So that means it's real. Very clear that it's real. So one of his friends leaked it? When no, he this guy tweeted it himself. He, okay. Yeah. After the game, when the Seahawks have won, we go into the backyard for a victory cigar. This is a time for reflection on what we have just watched. All discussion should be about the game-based observations and statistics. Turning your conversations towards next week's opponents is also allowed. If the Seahawks lost, you should leave. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I like this. I like that. Taking a Seahawk loss lightly or gloating about other team victories could result in bodily harm. And then he's got a uh, penalty schedule that's laid out. There's three different levels. Uh, you get a certain number of warnings. Uh, mm-hmm. Then you're kicked out for the game. Then oh, you're kicked okay. out permanently and you're not welcome back. That's nice that he gives warnings. So, Christy, I mean, what do you think about this contract? 
I think he's a little too strict. Yeah. I like talking about fantasy football and mm-hmm. the other things. Now, the jinxing needs to go. Yeah. Uh, other than that, he's kind of a jerk. You think he's a jerk? Uh, I just think, though, you can't talk about yourself or anything else that's happening and not allowed to discuss. I mean, I understand not not jinxing the Seahawks or mm-hmm. talking about a win before it happens. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Anyway, all right, you guys. The moment you've all been waiting for, our good friend, Waddle. <laughs> kind of know him, I guess. Uh, Weedini. Weedini, the marijuana magician. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How's it going, kids? It's going good. How are you? Not bad at all. Not <laughs> bad at all. That started uh, exactly as I had hoped it would. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> that started exactly how I hope everything starts. <laughs> do you do a lot of radio interviews? No, no. This would probably be the first. <laughs> probably. You it don't is. know. <laughs> So, um, Mr. Weedini, what yes. sh- should we call you, Weedini? Sure. You, okay, um, <laughs> Mr. Weedini. Uh, yeah. No, not Mr. Weedini. Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, Dini. It's it's it's, a, it's a, well, it's a mononym, you know. Weedini. Yeah, I mean, okay. I, yeah. I was In writing. Wondering. I always followed up with the phrase "the marijuana magician," but that seems really pretentious when spoken aloud. So. <laughs> I'm just gonna every time I say. You, Weedini, the mar- the marijuana magician. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like when I say I worked at Tony Roma's A Place for Ribs, I say the whole thing. <laughs> Every time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you can't not. Even when I talk about it and I've never worked there. Right. Mm. <laughs> All right. Well, Weedini, the marijuana magician, I, uh, I ran across your Facebook page, I don't know, at some point in my journey. And as soon as I saw it, I, mm-hmm. I immediately thought this is somebody that we need to talk to. Uh, because it, it's just very much in our wheelhouse. Not that we've previously done a lot of episodes about marijuana, but we talk to people about the stuff that they are passionate about. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you seem like a very passionate, a very passionate man. Right. <laughs> I guess you could say. Uh, um, yes, yes. There, it's it's running through my veins. <laughs> so, uh, we do need the marijuana magician. Um, could, could, <laughs> you really are going to say the whole thing every time. Aren't you? <laughs> could you? Could you give us? Tell us your origin story. My origin story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, in a dark alley, one foggy, dark night. I don't know. Um, uh, that felt like a comic book thing it was supposed to be, but it's not really like that. Um, I'm a. I was born a muggle, so I really don't have a great origin story. Um, but at some point in my life, uh, I. I started smoking some grass, and I discovered that when I did smoke grass, I felt pretty damn magical. <laughs> I mean, that's a that was pretty magical. Uh, and at first, those powers were kind of manifested. Um, well, like at first, you know, I would get high, and I I suddenly was able to like find a playing card that someone had lost in a deck. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's it's a seemingly useless magical power, and yet it seems that so many magicians—that's one of their early powers. I think it's a stepping stone. <laughs> um, and you know, <clears throat> then I then I suddenly got the magical power to to change the identity of playing cards, but only when I was high. You know, it, it seems like when I get high, I just get kind of kind of magical and hmm. and uh and and slowly but surely i've i've developed more powers i hope to continue to develop those powers over time yeah oh yeah and so what uh uh maybe you already answered my question but do you um when so you you what kind of events do you do let me start with that what kind of events do i do yeah i mean what uh, what situations do you find yourself performing your uh <laughs> marijuana infused magic well uh most recently i went uh you know i live in the seattle area so i went to hemp fest mm-hmm. and just kind of wandered around and uh found people who who needed a little bit of magic in their lives and uh and did that um 
Uh, I'm available for parties. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, next question. For do, hire, by all means. Um, uh, do you do it, weddings? I do. I'll tell you what. If somebody wanted a marijuana magician or at their wedding, or hey, you know, I I, I could probably uh, pretend to not be stoned the whole time and do regular magic. But yeah, I do weddings. Sure. <laughs> Oh, that reminds me, by the way, I, 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 I almost forgot, I, before we go on, please, please, allow me to be the 420th person to congratulate you on your, uh, your impendings. Thank you. Thank yes. you. Yes. I, I've been tracking both your Facebook pages and hoping to goodness that, that the 419th person would congratulate you sometime before this conversation. Cause then <laughs> the joke would have sucked. Yeah. So that was really lucky. Yeah, no, we timed this interview perfectly. Oh man, that was good. Yeah. So yeah, big congratulations on that. So that was all part of the uh, the all, plan. All part of all part of the plan. Clearly, yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. So um, so you recently went to 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 Hempfest. Yeah, that was really fun. It was a good time. Got to shake hands with Tommy Chong. Although I'm sure hundreds of people get to say that. Yeah. so. Well, I saw. I think I saw a video. You have a video of that posted on your thing. I do. Was I do. he was he driving around in like a Pope mobile? <laughs> like a? Uh, no, it was the pot mobile. Uh, um, mm. uh, no, it was just. Uh, I think it was just a little golf cart thing that uh, he wasn't driving it. He was being driven. I'm assuming to some stage to probably talk. Uh, mm. I didn't end up wherever he was talking. I just happened to be on the side of the road when they drove him by, and I saw him coming. And my buddy got the camera started in the nick of time. Yeah. Well, that's what what a what a true what a true honor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that's a real uh, awesome story, there, isn't it? That, <laughs> hey, I just happened to be there, and I got to shake his hand and yeah. caught it on camera. Drove by at just the right <laughs> time. By. Yeah. The best part of the story didn't even make it on film, and that was as he approached. He said, "Hey, nice suit, man." And <laughs> When we went back and I looked at the video, I hoped it would be there, but it wasn't. I was yeah. sad. Well, le- let's talk about your suit for a little bit. Let's let's talk about your uh, your your. Do you have more than one? So you have a suit that, uh, if it's the one I'm thinking of, it's it's basically emblazoned with pot leaves, right? Yeah, yeah, head to toe. I just got that, uh, and so it just made its debut, probably. Uh, uh, if not on the video from Hempfest, maybe on maybe the video before that that I had made. But before that, I just had this awesome, great lime green velvet uh, sports coat that I really loved with a, a just a tie that was emblazoned with the pot leaves. But mm. uh, but you know, I, I found this great pot leaf suit, and you know what marijuana magician wouldn't want a pot leaf suit, <laughs> right? Yeah, where, where Wait, uh, did you find it, or was it made for you? Uh, I think my official line is, uh, it was handed to me by generation after generation of marijuana magicians. Oh, <laughs> you're not the uh, first? I just, <laughs> no, I don't know. I, uh, I just, uh, uh, I don't want to encourage other people to start wearing that. I want to. Oh, it's your thing. It's, oh, yeah. I I, I'm going to start just wearing that exclusively now that I've found it. Let's put it that way. I see. So I see. I've known marijuana magicians in the past but all they do is make it disappear. Oh, I, that I'm a pro at. I have to tell you what. That, uh, that, that was my first trick. And uh, if, if you would like, I could show you how to do that one very well. Yeah, not much of a trick, though. <laughs> no, it's the one magic uh, trick that I will expose thoroughly how it's done. <laughs> I, I feel like, I feel like uh, and I'm sure that this isn't the first time you, you've heard this, but I feel like if you're going to do magic or if you're going to get into the world of magic i feel like kids and probably stoners are are the best audience to kind of cater to (laughs) you have no idea how true that is in fact i was i was kind of looking at recently my kids show which obviously i do not wear the pot leaf suit and go (laughs) as dini when i do it but my kids show and my weedini show are like 75 80 percent the same tricks with just different scripts (laughs) um (laughs) It's all about candy and food and soda and <laughs> it's all this food stuff and Oreo cookies and it's all this food stuff. And I was like, wow, it's like practically the same show. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, <laughs> it, it really is a comparable audience, to be honest. <laughs> and so and you have some tricks online that people can actually go 
they can go see? Like you have a little bit of a web presence. I know you have the Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. So I, I literally uh, um, uh, started uh, a public presence as Weedini uh, just this last 420, April 20th, was when I started uh, the doing it publicly. Uh, mm-hmm. Outside of just uh, small sessions with friends, uh, passing the pipe, so to speak. So uh, it's very new, and there's only a handful of videos. But yes, I think there's a, a little over half a dozen. I try to get one out every week or two weeks or three weeks, or you know, I'm a stoner, so it doesn't always <laughs> have time. But uh, I, I do a video series called Marijuana Magic Mondays. And uh, so when they come out, they usually come out on Mondays, <laughs> generally. <laughs> That's good. Or, or very, very early Tuesday morning, depending on the kind of weekend I had. Sure, sure. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I've got like seven or uh, – I think seven or eight of them up right now mm-hmm. so far. And the, the whole trip to Hempfest was documented, and that's, I think, episode five or six. Mm. Um, Were you just there doing some, like – promotion stuff handing out flyers or not even that i was just walking around doing tricks all i was doing was just having fun and and hopefully helping some people who are really really high have some fun too sure um i think people really love magic they love to be fooled they don't think of it as someone like making a fool of them but they realize that they're just kind of getting helping you see something that you could never normally see and that you don't think you're supposed to be able to see happen mm-hmm. or experience. And so good, you know, goodness knows stoners are perfect for that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was fun to do. So I just went, it was a mission of joy and getting another episode of my video. Sure. Yeah. So, and I, I mean, I imagine this is probably, is this a f- fairly new thing that you've gone public since now that it's, now that it's legal? I mean, now that it's, you know, cause you couldn't even, nobody could get marijuana before it was legal in Washington. Well, that's not true to say that nobody could get marijuana before. <laughs> it's, no, it's, no one's ever it's, smoked it's impossible. it before. That's it's impossible. impossible cause, cause I got marijuana all the time time before it was legal that's how i learned my magical skills ah. of course um but y- you bring up a good point that before it was legal it was kind of a sketchy situation i mean you had to know a guy who knew a guy who knew a guy mm. and if you're lucky you might get to send him off with 20 or 40 or your dollars and if you were really lucky he might come back with something for you <laughs> uh, and that was always yeah. that was honestly always kind of sketchy um Luckily, as I started to develop like my my marijuana magic skills, uh, <laughs> I I learned how to kind of fit, kind of make connections with these people. Like you know, I'd sit and smoke a bowl with them, and we'd make like a psychic connection. Yeah, and therefore I could kind of empathically go with them on the deal and know whether we were getting screwed. And you know, yeah, it was it was. Uh, if you want, I can kind of show you how that works. Yeah, right now, yeah, yeah. All right, cool, cool. Let me ask you a question. Do you have handy um, pen? Paper, any business cards, something like that? We do. Yeah, we have a little stack of note cards. Perfect. Perfect. In fact, not only that, I'll, I'll tell you what, before we're done, a little bit later, if all the people who are listening want to grab a little stack of like business cards or note cards, I can do something cool later that all of your listeners, both, all, I don't know what the appropriate <laughs> um, Both. Both. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All your listeners. Well, can, it's two families, but I think they're Mormon. <laughs> So they're so they're big. I mean, huge, huge listeners. Thirty or forty people. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, those people at some point when they're listening, or if they pause to take a break, go grab a stack of like business cards or index cards or something. You know what I'll you know what I'll do, Weedini, the the marijuana yep. magician. What I will do is, thanks to the magic of internet radio, what I will do is I I will just put this at the very beginning of the show. Oh, so perfect. this will be the first thing they hear, and then oh, here. we'll come into to, it later. Yeah, yeah. Well, here I'll say coming up. On Nerd Out Loud, we're going to do some marijuana magic with your mind. Get yourself a pen. Get yourself a stack of business cards or index cards. And a little bit later, you're going to follow along with Weedini, the marijuana magician. And he's going to blow your mind. All right. How's that? Is that good? Perfect. Perfect. I mean, business cards, are they going to have to go back to uh, the year 1999 to get those? They're going to need a time machine. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's true. Well, uh, index cards, even honestly, for what I'm doing, even playing cards could work, um, but it just seems so magician-y. And, you know, Mm. I'd rather do, for what we're doing, it's anyway. 
Okay. It's okay. It's funny. I'm a magician. I'm like, it seems too magician-y. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, okay. but you guys have right there. So here's what we're going to do then. We're going to play a little game. Um, I'd like to make a psychic connection with one of you. Have one of you portray or play the part of like this buyer, this guy we're going to send off to go get the weed. Mm-hmm. And then one of you is going to be like, like the, the, Impartial observer, the scientist who's going to help make certain set up certain things and uh, make certain decisions. Uh, what do you think? Who wants to be which? Christy will definitely be the dealer. Oh well, here's what I want you to do then, Christy. You're going to be my buyer, and uh, Jeremy, you're going to be the the impartial observer. But you're still going to have a role to play in this. Done. Um, but first, Christy, what I want you to do is take uh, four of those cards, whatever you have, business cards or index cards or whatever. Um, and on each of those four, we're going to make each one of them represent like a bag of weed, so in a different quantity. So write down one-eighth ounce on one of them, one-quarter ounce on one of them, one-half ounce on one of them, and a full ounce on one of them. This would have been a great way for a – it's all—it's also educational. Yeah, it's a great it way to learn fractions. Oh, my God. My understanding of weights and measures and even <laughs> jumping between metric and standard just in these small quantities. Spot on. Um, <laughs> okay, so let me know when you've got that done. All done. Perfect. And like I said, each one of those is just going to represent a bag of weed. So we got an eighth ounce, you know, a quarter ounce, a half ounce, whatever. Um, set those aside for just a second. Uh, Jeremy, you being the scientist, have to make certain decisions before we start. Mm. Um, and you are very sciencey, aren't you? You you're really into uh, getting you know really spaced out like me, right? No, mm. I'm sorry, you're into space though. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So here's what's similar you're but different. Similar but different, but up in the stars, it's all a good place. Um, here's what you're gonna do, man. You're gonna uh, I'm gonna have you write it down, but you're not gonna tell Christy or I until so later. Christy or me, sorry. Uh, and so. A little bit later, but here's what you're going to write down on a little slip of paper or on the back of another card or whatever. Just one of those four sizes of bags. You're going to basically pick what the target is going to be. Uh, and, and I want you to do it now before we do any of the, the stuff that's coming up so you don't get influenced. I want you to write it down so you don't change your mind. Um, but you're either going to write an eighth, a quarter, half, or one ounce. Okay. And then just shove it aside or in your pocket. Don't show Christy. Don't tell me. And you ready with that? Yep. Awesome. Back to Christy, my buyer. We've got to make a little psychic connection now. Okay. okay? Uh, normally, I would make a psychic connection by sitting down with someone and sharing a pipe or a joint or a bowl or whatever with them. We can't really do that that easily here. Um, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. You, you do what you're going to do, and we'll catch up in two seconds. Hold on. So I'm well recharged now. <laughs> now here's what I here's what I want you to do. <clears throat> I want you to close your eyes for a moment. Actually, wait, no. Before we do this, I can't make this psychic connection with you yet because it's very important. This has to be. I mean, this has to be a completely consensual situation here. There's no way I'm forcing myself on you psychically. <laughs> uh, we're two consenting adults, right? Right. Right? Okay, just making sure, you know, this day and age, you can never be too what sure. What kind of magic <laughs> show is this? <laughs> I'm just making sure. All right, here's what I want you to do, Christy. I just want you to imagine that you're sitting down at a table with me somewhere, maybe a bar where we've spent time together. Just imagine that I'm there with okay. you, okay? You got it? Got it. You feel it? Okay, we're going to calibrate the psychic connection here so we can I can tell which card is which through you, okay? Okay. So in just a moment I'm gonna have you pick up each little baggie of weed as we're gonna mm-hmm. call them, each card, one at a time, starting with the eighth and moving on to the ounce. And uh you're just gonna imagine handing it to me. And then I'm gonna hand it back to you and you're just gonna set it down and you're gonna line them up in a little row in front of you, okay? Okay. Okay, so let's start with the eighth. Pick that one up and just hold it. Okay. And imagine handing it to me. Okay. Got mm-hmm. it. Thank you. I've got a feel for that one. You can go ahead and set that one down and then pick up the quarter. And okay. imagine handing that one to me. And set that one down in front of you. And pick up the half. And hand that one to me. Okay. Okay. And now set that one down next to the quarter. 
and finally pick up the full ounce. Okay. Hand that one to me. Thank you. Excellent. Excellent. Go ahead and set that one down at the other end. Perfect. Okay. You got them all lined up there. Yes. I think we are now ready for Jeremy to get the scientific stuff going. So here's what I want you to do, Jeremy. I'm going to ask you in just a moment to take any one of those four cards in front of her and swap it with any other one of the four cards. Okay, you could change your mind two, three, four times. I don't care. Once you made it your mind, swap any two of the cards. I'm sorry, baggies. Right. <laughs> Finger quotes, yeah. Okay, you got those two swapped? Yep. And now swap the other two. Okay. Okay, and now we're basically going to do the same thing again. Pick any one of the four, and this time just make sure you swap it with one of the two that you didn't already swap it with. Because if you did that, you'd just be putting it right back where we started, and that would be useless. Okay. And then swap the other two that you didn't just swap. Okay. All right. Perfect. Perfect. So we've got four bags of weed that have been all mixed up. They're all somewhere different than when we started. We don't know where they are. And now it is time to reveal what the buyer is going to buy. What is the one that you wrote down on the piece of paper earlier? One-eighth. The eighth. Oh, just a tiny little bag. Okay. You're going cheap. I see how it is. No problem. No problem. I'm saving for a wedding. You're saving. That is a good, damn good point. Damn good point. Hopefully we're not having to share this. Pardon? Hopefully we're not having to share this. (laughs) Okay. So, yeah, no kidding. Well, you know, if you do, you can get more. There's got to have a weed bar in this day and age at the wedding. Anyway. Okay, so we are looking for the uh, for the eighth ounce. So now, Christy, we're basically going to do exactly what we did before. Now that we calibrated earlier our psychic connection, you're going to do the same thing you did before. You're going to start down at the one end. You're going to pick them up one at a time. You're going to imagine handing them to me. I'm going to hold them. I'm going to hand them back to you. You're going to move on from one end to the other just like you did before. Okay? okay. Simple enough. So let's start down in the first position. Pick that one up and imagine handing that one to me. Okay. Okay. Okay, go ahead, put that one back down and move on to the next position. And imagine handing that one to me. Okay, good, good, go ahead, let's move on to the next position and imagine handing that one to me. Okay. Alright, and let's do the last one now, the the far end. Okay, alright. Do me a favor. Go back to the first one really quick. Pick that one up and imagine handing that to me. Okay. I'm I'm almost positive. That's definitely not it, is it? No. No, of course not. What is it? One ounce. Of course it is. All right. Excellent. Toss that one aside. We got rid of one of them. Eliminated. Ready? Mm-hmm. Let's go back to the, uh, what was the second position, but it's essentially the far left one now and pick that one up again. Okay. Christy just looked at me like she's confused. <laughs> Left and right is hard for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. What, what would basically be the second position, but okay. you, because you got rid of the first position. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, okay, let me feel that one really quick then. Okay, go on to the next one then. What was the third position? And let me hold on to that one. Go ahead and set that one back down. Okay. Okay. And let me get the last one at the far end now mm-hmm. and pick that one up. Okay, put that one back down, and then just uh, reach out and grab the other two, one in each hand, for me really quickly. Okay. Okay, and let me just focus on your left hand for me for a second. Focus on your right hand for me for a second. Okay, I think I've got it. Christy, I think I've got it. I think we got a good connection. I'm almost positive... Almost positive that neither of the one in your hands is the eighth, that the eighth is the one still on the table. Am I correct with that? Yes. Oh, my God. Excellent, excellent. And and in the ones in your hands, I feel like I feel like the left hand is heavier than the right. Is the right hand the quarter and the left hand the half ounce? Yes. Oh, perfect. <laughs> oh, where, where were you when I had to go and send people out for weed? I'm going to connection Oh, that was wonderful. Can, can this same psychic connection tell if you're being sold oregano? 
<laughs> because that has happened because, to Jeremy. Because I needed you in junior high, if that's the case. Oh my god, the exact same thing happened to me in the eighth grade. The first time I tried to buy weed, someone sold me two oregano joints. No. Oh, oh, I could still picture her. Oh, what was her name? I could almost. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, but damn her, damn her! Off the hell, she sold me two oregano joints, and then I almost got busted. Yeah. For have well, you wouldn't have gotten in that much trouble unless you got busted by like an Italian restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> You're stealing our spices. <laughs> uh, yeah, good point, actually. I w- well, I would have gotten in trouble with my parents because of the intent. I understand. Yeah. 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 Now, of course, look at look at me. They'd be so proud. Yeah. <laughs> my only my only good weed story from when I was in uh, junior high is I was I was homeschooled and uh, I decided that it would be a really good idea to get really, really high with my friend right before going to a homeschool a uh, roller skating party uh-huh. with about 150 other homeschoolers uh, where we were going to go roller skating and then we were going to go Christmas caroling. And were you the only one there as far as you knew who was stoned? Oh, definitely. Okay. Definitely. These were not the type of kids that probably even knew what weed was, let alone. <laughs> well, people thought the same of me when I was that age as well that they know. So, you know, yeah. it's possible. Well, somebody after crashing a few too many times, somebody – uh. So somebody narked me out to my mother, and uh, she got so upset she didn't want to be around me when I was high, and so she took me to the mall and just dropped me off and told me to call her when I wasn't high anymore. <laughs> oh, oh, that that's actually kind of a dream come true in that situation. <laughs> I know. It's hey, cool. kind of great. All right. Well, uh, can I have five bucks? Gonna <laughs> <laughs> need some Pretty munchies at the mall. <laughs> Oh, my God. You know what? This actually reminds me of something. We're talking about being in in junior high and getting stoned. Um, It's probably important that I just – I just want to say this because it's important to me. But uh, if there are kids watching because you said you got some families or watching, listening, Mm -hmm. uh, you got some families listening. I think it's important to tell them, kids, whether or not you live someplace where pot's legal, even if if you do live somewhere like Seattle where it's legal, um, don't smoke pot when you're a kid. Don't do it. It's not worth the trouble. Send it to me. Hmm. I'll smoke it for you. Yeah. Yeah. There's a little, <laughs> there's a little PSA no. for you. Mm-hmm. Just say no to drugs. Yeah. But send them to me yeah. if you get them. I mean, mm-hmm. you know. You just want to make sure that they're getting their money's worth, right? Yeah. But just the pot. I don't want the other drugs. I, I'm, I don't need those. But the pot, I'll take. Yeah. I love the pot. Yeah. Dedicated to it. The more you know. It's like a, <laughs> we need a, we need one of those rainbow stars or whatever to go floating except, across. Except instead of a star, it's a big pot leaf glowing. <laughs> yeah, oh, there okay. we go. <laughs> Coming I'm out of I'm totally a, animating that for my next, no, not next Marijuana Magic Monday, but for a future Marijuana Magic Monday. Do mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I, I got to write that down before I forget. The more you, <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm not even kidding. The more you... No, but with a pot leaf. Hmm. So, Weedini, the yeah. uh, the marijuana magician. Um, <laughs> I have some questions for you. Um, Ask me. Are you? Are, would you consider yourself somewhat of an expert on marijuana? Oh, that's a tough one. I mean, you know, uh, I'm certainly an expert on consuming it and mm. making it disappear. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm not a, a necessarily an expert on it botanically. I'm not necessarily an expert on the politics of it. I mean, mm. I, I try to read a lot about it, but I also have tons of saved bookmarks that are things I need to read or watch mm. and haven't gotten around to yet. So, yeah, yeah the road yeah. to hell is paved with good intentions. Yeah, I, I understand exactly. that. I, I, uh, I, I'm certainly knowledgeable about it, but expert sure. is something I don't want to claim yet. Okay. Well, would you mind? I have some trivia questions for you. Oh. Which, <laughs> Would you mind? Would you mind if I went over just to ask you a couple questions? Just because I'm curious to kind of see where you're at. Absolutely, okay. absolutely. Hit me with some trivia there. All right, and you know, uh, in case anybody at home wants to play along, I found this at the wonderful website ultimateweedtriviaanswers.com. Oh my god, I've never found that. I wish I had known about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. What is a cannabis product that is composed of purified resin glands? Purified resin glands. Mm-hmm. Um, I would imagine. I don't know exactly, but I could definitely tell you it probably falls within uh, either as old school as hash, but it might be a resin oil or like BHO or uh, a wax hash. Correct. Hash, okay. Correct. The original, going old school, my favorite. <laughs> Hashtag hash. Now, when Hashtag did hash. <laughs> <laughs> when, when did marijuana reach America? 
Oh, goodness me. Uh, before me. Uh, <laughs> certainly, certainly before the summer between my 13th and 14th birthdays. Uh, um, let me think about that one. When did it reach America? I couldn't tell you that one, but I'm going to just throw a guess out there. Uh, by the century only, I'm going to say, uh, 15th century, the 1400s. 1492. Bullshit. Really? Yeah. Oh, so it oh, came over on the Mayflower? Is it, are <laughs> we, they claiming it came over on the Mayflower? Hey, I don't know. I'm not an ultimate okay. weed trivia guy. Well, I need guy. to know if they mean hemp or if they mean the marijuana plant. Well, six of one, you know. Hmm. Well, I mean, because there, of course, were hemp products on the Mayflower ropes and, and that yeah. kind of stuff and Bibles printed on. Well, that paper. certainly makes sense. Then they might have brought it over because at that point in time, it was probably a core uh, product for like we're talking about rope and fabric and and whatnot. Sure, mm-hmm. makes well, sense. This this is this is what we call a softball. I'm not sure why this is. This is listed as a level twenty four question. What woman's name is commonly used for marijuana? Mary Jane. But yeah. I want to know why. Where did that even come from? Because it because the way that marijuana is spelled, it's a Spanish word. There's a J right in the middle. It kind of looks like Mary Juana if you don't know. How to speak Spanish, and okay. I think over time that would evolve into okay. Mary Jane, which sounds similar. This is all educated guesses from a guy who's consumed tons of it, and that's all I can tell you. <laughs> uh, where can you get the death penalty for possessing 1.5 pounds of marijuana? I would imagine about 95% of the Middle East, for starters. Yes. Um, yeah. I, I couldn't say more specifically than that. The Philippines. Well, well, that makes sense, that, too. I believe that. I mean, I think there you can get in some big trouble just for chewing gum. So I could be wrong, but I seem to remember hearing that. So if you're Filipino and, and you heard that and I'm wrong, I apologize. <laughs> yeah. You can uh, write him at <laughs> Wadini. <laughs> Is it so? Find just, him at hash, hashtag on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. What what historical American item was first made of hemp? Uh. I'm going to probably say either the flag or the actual, well, the paper, not the paper, but the uh, the parchment on which the Declaration of Independence, I think, was written on. Yes. The American flag is what's on here, but I guess they both were. Probably. Yeah, but the, uh, I don't which know. came first, the flag or the... I should oh. know this, but I don't actually know offhand because I'm sure they're both very close to each other, pr- very proximal. And this is uh, this will be the last one, but what does THC stand for? Oh, I don't know exactly how to pronounce it. I've seen it written out, and I, but I've never sat and worded it out. But I think it's something like, and forgive me if I'm wrong, like tetrahydrocannabinoid, and then there's like a delta nine in there or something like that somewhere. Wow, very close. Mm-hmm. I'm impressed. Am I pretty close? Tet, tet, tetrahydrocannabinol. Cannabinol, not yeah. cannabinoid. Okay, that's pretty good for someone yeah. who's never actually bothered to try pronouncing it and just says glide it over it every time I see it. That's all I do. I just glide over it. I know what that is. That's THC. Somebody that's taken at least two hits in the last 30 minutes even was able to pronounce that, (laughs) which is even more impressive. You know, this ain't my first rodeo, as the kids say. (laughs) Speaking of which. Right. Yeah. So so is it easier for you to perform the magic tricks when you're – I mean, are you partaking while it's happening? Well, that's the only way that I am magical, as as previously established. Where you draw your powers from. I draw my powers mm. from uh, the magic. However, that said, that said, when learning, uh, when, when learning to harness a new magical power, it is a double-edged sword because sometimes I forget the, the minor details and uh, maybe I'm trying produce, to produce a joint, and instead I produce like like an elbow joint instead of a marijuana joint. <laughs> I forget the details, and that's really awkward mm. and messy. And then some guy's hanging around with a limp arm, and it's really weird. I don't know where it came from. <laughs> a U joint for a car. Yeah, it only happened once. A U joint that would be much yeah. well. It depends on where it came from. I mean, mm. again, if I'm just making it appear from somewhere, then where is it disappearing from? Yeah, and that makes me feel bad. Um, you know. For sure. All right. <laughs> well, Wadini, the marijuana magician, if uh, if people are looking for you, they want to have you out for a birthday party, a wedding, 
yes. some kind of event, if they want to get in touch with you, what's the best place to do that? Uh, well, I have a website, which is WeDeniMagic.com, but that's not a good way to really reach me. Mm, um, definitely not. I'm, I'm on Twitter, but rarely use it, at WeDeniMagic. The the place I'm most active is on Facebook, which just shows how old I am. And uh, <laughs> Showing your cards there. Yeah, and it's uh, slash WeDeniMagic also. Everything is WeDeniMagic. Mm-hmm. Regard, you know, it's all Weedini magic. Yeah. Um, well, I will say your your website, which seems to just be a a player for your YouTube channel with yeah. some pot leaves around it. Also, <laughs> it has links to your Facebook and Twitter and it all does. that stuff. It so that's WeediniMagic dot com. Maybe is probably the best place for that's people. That's certainly to go, a good centralized place to find me. Mm-hmm. Um, but you the need- Facebook link would be the most active place to talk to me for sure. Sure. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Christina, did you have any? Uh, questions any last no <laughs> did you guys want to can i do that one more thing that actually will involve uh, your listeners oh my gosh yes, yes. yes. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. and this one uh you know the one i did earlier i actually you know like like properly learned it and and practice it this one we're just we're just throwing caution to the wind here i'm gonna see uh for this one each person needs nine business cards or index cards. Mm. If you don't have either of those, you could use playing cards. Uh, the important thing is that in a moment we're going to mark one of the index or business cards. So if you use playing cards, I recommend eight that look all very similar and one that's very different, like eight face cards and one ace. Like the ace of clubs, because it kind of looks like a pot leaf. I mean, weirdly, but yeah. Uh, otherwise, if you're using business cards or index cards... Take them all, stack them up, and hold them uh, uh, basically all face down, and then take the top one, turn it over, and on the back of it, draw a pot leaf oh. on the blank. It doesn't have to be neat. It okay. can be a joint, which is easier to draw. It could be a blob that we say is a, a little nug, like, you know, a nice little nug of weed. Okay? When you're done drawing your little pot leaf on the back of the oh. top card, mine kind of looks like the Canadian flag. Well, you know, I, that's not the first time I've thought that they look similar. <laughs> so yeah, that makes sense. Um, once you got it, go ahead and put it back face down on the top of your stack. Okay. And now uh, you're gonna hide it just a little bit, but not very well. You're gonna hide it kind of the way like my kid sister used to hide stuff from me. Just take any one of the cards beneath it and put it above it. So now that uh, the the card with the pot leaf on it is the second one down. Mm. Okay. Okay. Cool. So now everyone's got to think of a name, and it might be your name, it might be my name, but it's the name of someone who likes to smoke pot. Uh, if you don't like to smoke pot, maybe you know someone who likes to smoke pot. If you don't know somebody who likes to smoke pot, you can put Cheech mm-hmm. or Chong. Uh, Christy. Put, oh, what? Put Christy. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly another Christy if anyone, you know, professionally associated with you is listening. Um, uh, and, and anything as long as it's less than nine letters or up to nine letters. It could be nine exactly. But that's the only caveat because we've got nine cards stacked up, right? The second one down is the card with the pot leaf on it. So here's what we're going to do. For each letter of the name you're thinking of, this person who likes to smoke pot, you're going to deal down into a pile one card for each letter. So for me, I'm going to do Weedini. So I'm going to deal down W-E-E-D-I-N-I. But you might put down any other name. It doesn't matter. You're going to put them down into a pile and then drop whatever's left in your hand right on top of the pile. Okay, got it. Pick the little pile up again. And this time, we're all going to put after that person's name. Now we're going to put the word smokes, which is uh, S-M-O-K-E-S. And then drop whatever's left in your hand right on top. Now pick up the pile and think of any word at all that means marijuana, pot, Cannabis, grass, joints, blunts, anything that's up to, again, up to nine letters. Any word at all. Uh, I think for me today, it's, it's definitely gotta be, um, it's definitely gotta be hash because of the previous comments. I'm gonna spell out H A S H and I'm gonna drop the rest of the cards on top. Okay? Okay. 
We've all done that. Perfect. So now I'm going to find everybody's pot card all at once. I can find the pot magically through the through the interwebs here. Mm. I can find the pot. So first, pick up the top two cards in the pile, one in each hand. Those those are not the pot cards, are they? Throw them aside. Pick up the next two cards, one in each hand, and hold on to them. Those are those are not the pot cards, are they? No. Throw them aside. Let's do another two. Hold them up in your hand. Those aren't the pot cards either. So throw those aside. We're down to three cards, I think, in the pile, right? Let's just go one at a time now. Pick up just one card. That's not the pot card, is it? No. Nope. Let's go one more. I'm getting a feeling. That's the pot card, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Is that the pot card? No, not for me. <laughs> it is but for I me, but I not for Christy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you it know, works for I, Jeremy. Here's what I say. If the magic doesn't happen for you, it probably means one of two things. It means either you haven't smoked enough pot <laughs> and is- therefore have not been steeped in the magical goodness, uh-huh. which, which prevents the psychic connection from which happening. Which is probably true with yeah. me or- because I drew an actual pot. Okay. <laughs> oh, cooking. yeah. Sure, it's like a cooking pot. <laughs> I was going to say, otherwise, it's that you smoked way too much pot and incapable of following simple yeah. connection to her direction. It's all right. She took 19 cards, I think. Oh. <laughs> it definitely, it definitely uh, requires the directions to mm. be followed closely. Well, maybe, maybe what people can do, if, <laughs> if you're listening, if you're listening at home and you went along with that, and you did it Let right. us know. Let us know if it worked or not for you. Yeah, I'd be curious to find out. I'm actually going to um, probably do the same uh, one as a video coming up soon, mm. and- uh, which will make it a little easier to describe exactly what's happening, and I can actually uh, make sure I'm saying all the right things. <laughs> and most importantly, uh, I want to see what people's drawings look like, so send oh, those to that us. That would be great. I really would love to know that. Yeah, and we'll definitely we'll post our we'll post our pictures because yeah. now hopefully it did work for most people though because because what's great about it is everybody used a different name everybody used a different word for pot mm-hmm. we all put down counted off different things and yet in theory if if the magic worked I should have found every almost everybody's pot card mm. almost we'll, see. we'll know I I would love to hear the results of that uh, that test. Yeah, we'll let you know if we get feedback. Um, our listeners like to give lots of feedback. Usually it's negative. So we yeah. will hear So if it, does, if it doesn't work, we'll know. We'll know. Trust me, we'll know. Definitely will know. You'll know. Probably well, no news is going to be good news in this Weedini situation. is an idiot um, and his magic mm. is hacky. That's, what, that's the kind of thing we'll get. Wow. And then probably Christine. weird hey, well, things sent to my work is yeah, what well, the news is. You know, is. There's uh, there's no such thing as bad publicity. That's what I always <laughs> say. Hmm. Isn't that what they tell you? I don't know that it's true, but that's what they tell you. Sure, yeah. That's what uh, that's what I learned in podcasting school. <laughs> which there's was, weirdly enough, right next to marijuana magic school. Right. So <laughs> I'm surprised well, you guys didn't know each other from that. No, no. Well, you know what's funny? I actually did try to get into... And Christy, I know you'll appreciate this. I tried to get into Hogwarts. I really did. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, they accepted me into an adult education program, and it was great right up until uh, until the uh, orientation, because I got caught smoking gillyweed. <laughs> booted, booted right out of the... Thank you, thank you. That's a good one. <laughs> thank <Ooh>. you. Spent <laughs> hours on that one right well, there. <laughs> well, just uh, keep plugging away, buddy. You got this. You got this, Whitney, the marijuana magician. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate. We it. we believe in you, and uh, and we appreciate you coming on the show. We'll have to do it. We'll have to do it again. I really appreciate you guys having me for sure. This has been so much fun talking to you guys. All right, take care, buddy. You too. Take care. Bye. Bye. Good night. Pretty great. Pretty great. Yes. Uh, I don't know that I've ever seen a marijuana magician before.
I, I feel like this is a new genre that he's breaking into. Yeah. I think that that's um, a niche. That's probably good for him, you know, to be a real pioneer yeah. in that area. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. They said they probably said this to uh, Thomas Edison. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Christy. Um, did uh, before we close things up, did you have any uh, anything? I came I came across uh, uh, some a show that I watched on Netflix that really stood out to me. Mm-hmm. A streaming pick of the week, if you will. This okay. is a old school segment that we used to do when we first started this podcast like back maybe in the teens in the early shows streaming pick of the week where we would talk about something that we saw on hulu or netflix or some or Mm -hmm. amazon somewhere that you could stream that uh we suggested for people to watch and i came across one and i wanted to share it we should come up with a theme song for streaming pick of the week okay that would be good maybe uh, are you familiar with an ESPN show called 30 for 30? I am, Jeremy. Thank you for asking. <laughs> so there's a, uh, there was one, it's called Angry Sky. It's an ESPN 30 for 30, Angry Sky. It's on, uh, it's on, available on Netflix. And, uh, it is all about a man named Nick. Uh, I'm going to butcher his last name, Nick Piantanita. So you know the Red Bull Stratos jump where that guy went up to like 10,000 feet in a hot air balloon mm-hmm. and then jumped out of it in a spacesuit, did the yes. skydiving thing? This guy tried to do it in 1965. Oh. And the story of... uh, I, I don't want to say too much because I don't want to spoil it. But it is a very compelling story, and it, it's, uh, you know, the, in the midst of the Cold War, um, in the midst of uh, the space race of us trying to get to the moon, uh, this guy is, uh, you know, writing letters to NASA, trying to get them to give him a pressure suit so he can, because he, he needs a pressure suit. You need a space suit, basically, to be able to go up that high and jump out of an airplane. Or jump out of a, a balloon. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it doesn't necessarily look good for somebody to be doing that because then they're like, hey, wait a minute, this could be a spy. Like, why do you want a, right? why do you want a pressure suit? Uh, just a pretty normal dude, more or less. I mean, he's a truck driver, delivery driver from New Jersey. And uh, totally compelling, interesting story. Uh, and it was, uh, yeah, it, it was, it was. It was very impactful. Hmm, so. interesting. Should go check it out. It's interesting that it was a thirty for thirty. Yeah, yeah. Go check it out. I will post a link to it in the show notes for any and all that are interested. But uh, you said that you had. I do. I have one that I have not watched <laughs> yet. Okay. All right. But cool. it is now officially on my list. Yeah. It's a Netflix show. Mm-hmm. Um, original Netflix original called. Narcos. Oh, okay. Have you watched it? I watched the first one. And what did you think? Uh, I fell asleep. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, ringing endorsement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, about... Why do you want to watch it? Uh, because I think it's interesting, and uh, my dad recommended it. Okay. In the last couple shows he recommended to us, we really liked. Yeah. Um, But what he said is that it's historic they take historic actual news footage and put it into the show Mm -hmm. so it will be you know pablo escobar's doing this new real actual news footage and then acting interesting yeah all right okay well we'll uh we'll have to check that out yep all right guys um christy any anything else any last words Oh, you had a thing. There's a thing coming up, probably. Oh, yes. Next week. Ready? Is that next yes. week already? It is. Wow. Saturday, September 19th. If you happen to be in the Chicago area, yeah. you should come on out to Hollywood Club Chicago. <laughs> That's 8 p.m. Central Time. Mm-hmm. We will be there. Uh, oh, yeah. If you're in the Chicago area, we're having like a, we're going to get together with, um, 
uh, Mike McCauley, who, did we have Mike and Joe on, or just, just Mike? Just Joe. Joe is the original basic no. bitch. We had Mike oh, and yeah, Joe on, both. I thought. But Joe is the one that drunkenly called. Right. Joe, she was basic bitches on a train. Isn't it anonymous? She called in anonymously. Ooh, yikes. <laughs> we had a, somebody call in, and I'll post a link to that show so you guys can go back and hear mm-hmm. it. Uh, but there was a series of voicemails we got from somebody that was out. Mm-hmm. Um, Peeing on a train or something. got intoxicated and was trying to take the train home and cutting through yards. And it involved some potential public urination. And um, not that that is these people that we're going to mm-hmm. visit in no, Chicago. No, not. Um, but I think they, they might be there or might be involved with this somehow or maybe. So... We'll post a link to that show if you want to go check it out. But we also, we had them on, didn't we? We interviewed Mike and Joe, yeah. And we'll post a link to that show. Um, Mike and Joe are the people that are actually hosting this kind of, like, event, like, thing. We're going to hang out. Yeah. We're going out to Chicago for the uh, Green Bay Seattle Seahawks game. Yes. So that should be exciting. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be there on the, you said the 18th? The 19th. The 19th. The meetup is on the 19th. Saturday the 19th, and we'll post links to it in the show notes. If you're anywhere near Chicago, there's like somebody flying in from New York. Yes. Right? That's so crazy. It's going to be so be much fun. fun. Yeah. And we're going to probably eat a lot of regrettable sh- local Chicago food mm-hmm. um, and have lots of fun and probably hit up Alice's at the end of the night. Okay. Which is a crazy karaoke bar. That's in yeah. Chicago. Oh, super fan Giovanni's from Chicago. Maybe he'll be oh, in the maybe area. He'll be there. Yeah. We could meet up. That'd be fun. I think he's moved his terrorism to a different state now. Okay. All right. Well, guys, uh, if you're in the Chicago area, come out and say hi, I guess. That'll be fun. Uh, or if you're in the New York area, just hitch a ride on the, the airplane that's coming out to Chicago. <laughs> okay. All right. That's guys. how that works. We're gonna um we're gonna go now. Okay. Christina. Any uh any last words? Yes. I don't care if you love or hate our podcast, just never wait for cake. And uh if you don't like weed puns, you're ganja have a bud time. <laughs> what? Let your nerd flag fly!